of the morning to everyone in the name of Jesus. Saints, we just want to say that we love you so much and there's nothing you can do. Jesus, I am so excited to be coming to you again. Amen. I tell you, when I honestly, when I press uh, live or record, I get excited. You know why? Well, because I know that you'll be listening. Amen. It's our way of coming together right now. It's our way of uh, communing. It's our way of joining together. Um, uh, with food, amen, joining together uh, with the bread of life and the river of living waters. And I get so excited uh, when it's our time, amen, to join together. I want to make a quick announcement now. On tomorrow, which is going to be Sunday, all right, um, yeah, on tomorrow, we are going to come on. I know you are used to us coming on in the morning, top of the morning. Amen. Top of the morning, four o'clock hour. We're going to come on. Um, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow around supper. All right. So it's going to be around six o'clock, seven o'clock p.m. Okay. So six o'clock, seven o'clock p.m on tomorrow so when you get up when you wake up on tomorrow all right you have to remember that you're not going to get that 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 uh notification all right you're not going to get that notification i know that we've been going strong uh at the same time uh for a, a while now but on tomorrow is going to be the afternoon it's going to be around supper time mo a lot of you are in church amen a lot of us are in church and so it'll be after you done got fed all right so you 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 lord's willing you'll already be full and so if with that being said if you're already full you know i i won't take any i you know i won't take any i won't be hurt about it amen i'll be excited i'll be glad and so if you don't listen in on tomorrow uh around supper then that's okay amen that's okay because I know sometimes when a person has gotten full, you know, you, you want to digest that. You want those good seeds to fall on good ground. Amen. So that the Lord can do the things that he desired to do with those seeds that he's given. Amen. And it's never our desire to overfeed because that's that's wasteful. Amen. It's wasteful. God bless you uh, in the name of Jesus. But it's wasteful to overfeed. Amen. We never want to do that. But again, though, we will be coming on around supper time. Uh, this is when you'll get the notification around supper time. All right. Around six o'clock, maybe seven o'clock. Amen. Um, we'll 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 be uh, going live then. Amen. And so if you desire to come in, you can. Amen. And then if you don't, you don't have to. Amen. We never pressure anyone about coming into the live. Amen. There are many days I'm here in the live by myself. You'd be surprised. But I tell you what, I'm not, I'm never alone. The Lord is with me. Amen. 
The Lord is with me. The Lord is with us. And we're never alone. Amen. But we still do what it is that we have been commissioned to do. Amen. We still do and say what the Lord have and instruct us to say. Amen. Again, if you desire to come in, you can. And then if not, it's fine. Amen. Uh, we're used to the quietness. Amen. And it's uh, it's beautiful either way. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And so we are going to walk on water. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I um. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to walk on water. Now, I have my little my little sound box thingy. And, you know, we do our sounds usually. And there are there are no sounds today. All right. Because now I made a deal with my two youngest children and they they asked me, can they use it? Can we use it? Can we use it? I tell them, yes, you can use it. Go ahead. But this is the deal I told them. But if it's not back here in the office when it's time for me to podcast, you're not going to be able to use it anymore. So they've been doing very, 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 very well about having it. And I'm talking about sometimes they could wake up at, they could wake up at 12 o'clock and remember that they haven't returned it. They'll get up, run back here, put it back here real quick. (laughs) And it's funny, right? And I know this because I walk in to make sure if it's in here and if I don't see it, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say nothing because I don't see it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to lay down. And when I get up, if it's still not there, because I know, see, they're already asleep, but I'm still not going to say anything. And when I wake up, miraculously, all right, it's returned back to where it's supposed to be, miraculously. (laughs) Yes, miraculously, it's returned back to where it's supposed to be. But see, they caught, they got caught slipping today, right? Cause it's not here. And if it is, uh, that's one on me, but let, 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 let me make sure, let me make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got, they got caught slipping. Okay. So with that being said, um, there are no sounds today. Amen. Um, but that's okay. Amen. We've, we've done podcasts without sounds many times. Amen. Um, we're going to walk on water. Lord, I thank you for going before this podcast. I pray, Lord God, that you will have your divine way, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, that you would do and say what only you can do and say to your people. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for every male and every female, Lord God, alike. I thank you for the men of God and the daughters of Zion. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for continuing to allow us to come together in unity. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank Thank you. I praise you, Lord, forevermore. And Lord, we thank you for the year of 2024, Lord, the year of the crown. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, as we continue to put our feet forward, Lord, we just thank you. We rejoice with anticipation of the things that you have planned on this year. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we take it step by step, day by day, we make this journey. Hallelujah. Step by step, day by day, we make this journey. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Lord, I thank you for the tongue of learning today. 
In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord God, for blessing the earbone of the listener. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, saints, there are many, many, many different people They come to the pot bean for many, many, many different things. Many people come to the pot bean for many different things. And you, you personally, you know, okay, why it is, uh, that you come to the podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Prophetess Stephanie. Can you hear me? Okay. Prophetess Stephanie. Is the sound okay? Thank you. Thank you, woman of God. God bless you in Jesus' name. But, and thank, thank you so much for coming to the live. So there are so many, amen, that, that come for different reasons. Amen. And so we're going to talk about, uh, Saul. We started talking about Saul on yesterday and we're going to finish that first Samuel chapter 16. And, um, Thank you so much, sis. We're going to finish that. Amen. Um, first Samuel chapter 16, verse one says, and the Lord said unto Samuel, how long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? And when I, when the Lord spoke these words to me, how long will thou mourn over Saul, seeing as I have rejected him from ruling over Israel? And and the Lord never told me he, he, he never spoke a name to me. This is literally what I heard when I woke up. He didn't say how long would I mourn over uh this one or how long would, he said how long wilt thou mourn over Saul, seeing as I have rejected him. This is what he said. So it so it's us. It's 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 us being led by the Lord, led by the spirit, we can't jump to conclusions. Well, who is the souls of who? There are souls in the land. These have the soul spirit. Amen. And most oftentimes, these are the ones we see that color outside of the lines all the time. They color outside of the word of God all the time. And us, we most likely we, 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 what, we, we cover them. Why? Because this been preached. You cover them and you pray for them and you cry for them. Why they have a, they have a party doing this stuff. They, they love doing that stuff. They love doing it and then coming back and playing on your heartstrings. Uh, you know, if you see one overtaken in a sin, you're supposed to cover. If you see one overtaken, they, these the main ones, these are the main ones. That love to color outside of the lines. You hear me? These are the main ones that love to, 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 I don't, I'm tired of hiding my sin. I'm tired of hiding the ways that I am. I'm tired of, uh, talking the way the, the Lord talks. I'm tired of walking the way Jesus walked. And they begin to walk in their own way while knowing the scripture, holding the truth in all unrighteousness. And so the Lord says, how long will you mourn over Saul? And I believe this is a word for the church on today. 
How long will you mourn over Saul? And I believe a lot of times this is where uh, we we meet resistance, okay, when the flesh and the spirit never agree anyway. But we meet major resistance when we as a church stand up. You hear me? When we stand up against the uh, cards and piercings of the world, him and his his groups and stuff, when we stand up against that spirit, how long will you mourn over? This is the problem. They wanted the church to keep mourning over the Saul spirits. And not just him. That's some still in the pulpit. Same spirit. It's just more camouflaged. But say, how long will you mourn over these Saul's? Seeing that me, your boss, I have rejected them. So how long are you going to mourn over them? So that brings us to the crossroad. Whose report do you believe? Whose words do you believe? Do you work for me or do you work for them? When it all boils down, do you work for me, says the Lord, or do you work for man? Because I'm telling you, in this time, in the year of the crown, the Lord is removing and he's 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 raising some up and he's sitting some down. He's raising some up and he's sitting some down and he wants to know whose side are we on? Are we still believers of God or have we traded God for man? The children of Israel, they wanted a king. The Lord was doing perfect. He would, he is the perfect king, but they wanted somebody they could see. And today, oh, it, it hadn't gotten better. Do you think it's gotten better? People still want someone they can see. So the Lord says, if you want someone you can see, I'll give you someone you can see. But the Lord is giving us those after his heart now. Now, granted, they're those that are going to be on the sidelines and they're going to judge. I don't care who. Praise the living God. He said it once, heard it twice. He raised up kings and destroyed kings. Amen, prophetess. Amen. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And in this day and time, it don't matter who God chooses, you're going to have those to point their finger. You're going to have those to say, well, you know, David, you know, he, you know, he killed uh, Bathsheba's husband and he slept with her and got her pregnant. You know, David did that, don't you? You know, yeah, you know, David, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you. And so, so this is what we're dealing with today. This is what we're dealing with today. Why? Because everybody want to be chosen. But can I tell you something? Everybody have not put in the work. <laughs> prophetess. Everybody haven't put in the work, prophetess. You know, you now, now, I didn't say we didn't fast and I didn't say we didn't pray. But can I tell you the work that a lot of people don't talk about that the Lord requires for us to put in? That work is uh drawing our ear closer to what God is saying. No matter if it goes against my flesh or the next person's flesh. This, this, this preparing ourselves, it, 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 have we begin to, uh, uh, work against our own flesh so that our ears can hear what the spirit is saying to the church and then make the proper response. Not making a rebuttal, but make the proper response. This goes with the getting ourselves together. Prophetess, I'm sure you've given many words that people just, I don't want to hear that. 
But see, these ones are not chosen because they don't have an ear to hear. Why would God choose somebody that don't that don't have an ear to hear? I'm coming so I can see what you say wrong, so I can go back and and, and just really tear it all, tear it all down. The Lord is not choosing these. Who has the ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church today? These are the ones the Lord is choosing. Have we made ourselves ready? Well, I have the house and I have the car and I have the land and I have this and I have that. Have we made ourselves properly ready? So when the Lord says, I choose this one, of course, there's going to be naysayers. Oh, you better watch it. I know what he did and I know what she did last summer. God gets the final say. God gets the final say of who he says, this is my spokesman. He speaks for me. She speaks for me. They speak for me. So we see here in, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 16 that the Lord said unto Samuel, how long will you mourn? How, how, how long will you let these same folks beat you over the head with the word talking about you supposed to cover me? You supposed to cover me. You don't want to be covered. So go on out there and be naked. While we go with the one the Lord has chosen for this hour. And the Lord said unto Samuel, how long would thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. And Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. This is the difference between the old kings that are falling and the new kings that are being risen up. The old kings don't mind killing the voice of the Lord. <laughs> they don't care who it's coming from. It could be coming from uh, her, her or him. I don't care. If you do something outside of what I want, I will kill you. I will kill your character. I will try my best to kill your confidence. I will try my best to kill your self-esteem. I will try to kill the vision. I will try to kill the light in your eyes. The light in my eyes. You'll try to kill the light in my eyes. Do you know the light in my eyes is Abba Father which art in heaven? So if I go against your flesh, you're going to try to kill my God. This is why these kings are having several seats now. In the book of Kings, we see many kings. There are some that did the will of the Lord. There were some that were that were dreadful to mankind and to themselves. And each and every last one of these kings, what differentiated them was their attitude. Each and every last one of them chose the attitude that they wanted. They had a nasty attitude or they had a good attitude, a pleasant attitude. Each and every last one of these kings chose the attitude that they wanted and they lived it. So today we have kings on the throne. Look at all these kings and each and every last one of these kings are choosing the attitude that they live in. A smart mouth attitude. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill God because I can attitude. I'm gonna receive the word of the Lord attitude. 
So Saul had the attitude. We see here Samuel said, if I do this, that then, then, then Saul is going to kill me. Saul is going to kill you when he knows that God speaks through you. He must not have the proper country. Uh, the, he, he don't understand or comprehend what, what it really is then. If he can kill you because you finna do something that I said to do. He must think he's running the show. This is, this is where we have those in Hollywood. All right. And, and behind the scenes, there are others that run the show. These are the ones that are the puppets, but they have a puppet master. But see, once a person get to a certain level, a lot of times they feel like they be done, you know, they feel like I have this platform, I have this influence and I'm going to speak what's on my heart. But what they don't understand is you don't get to speak what's on your heart, sweetheart, because you have a puppet master and your puppet master didn't tell you to speak what's on your heart. Your puppet master told you to speak what I said, speak, be who I told you to be. And a lot of times this is where they get in trouble because they 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 try to start being a person again. And the puppet master say, I, I don't pay you to be a person. I pay you to be who I told you to be. So here we have it in the church world. Now, when the Lord began to work with an individual now and OK, the Lord is the master. And so as the individual keep going and then they get a level of influence now. OK. Now it's I get to be the person I am again. Sometimes because the flesh hasn't been buffeted and because we don't set aside the things of the flesh and go after the things of the spirit. Many times uh, the stuff, stuff, unclean stuff comes out. But now that I'm at this level of influence now, you know, uh, I get to, you know, call outside the line a little bit. And that's where the Lord pulls the cord again. No, you don't. You're going to be who I told you to be. So many times it is it, vitally important to go ahead on. Right. And, and seek the face of the Lord. Right. And don't don't fake the phone. Don't 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 fake it till you make it. That's the world stuff. We can't fake it till we make it. Do you know uh, what comes with faking it till you make it? All everything that's going on with the preachers today. And it's not all pastors that are like this, but it's the majority. And that's who we speak to when we talk about it. We're speaking to the majority, those that are, have fell off, but they're still in position. So here we have a king here. Don't mind killing the ones with the voice of the Lord. This is why Obadiah began to hide the prophets. Jezebel didn't mind killing the voices of the Lord. As a matter of fact, if we kill the voices of the Lord, we can prophesy smooth things. If we kill the voices of the Lord, we can go ahead and do the things we desire to do without hearing something that's going to pull us back into reality. Yeah, because people love living in a place, in a space where uh God forgives every sin. And when I die, I'm still going to make it to heaven no matter how I've been. I believe that people now are waking up and saying, no, it ain't like that. I don't, I, be, I believe there's people that know they're not going to make it. They know it. And because they know it, they want everybody else to go to hell with them. 
Misery Love Company, death. I mean, I mean, that is that is a sad place to be when you. A person knows that they're going to a damnable place and they still choose to drag mama with them, uncle with them, cousin with them, sisters with them, brothers with them, any uh, uh, children with them, anybody. I want everybody to go to this dreadful place. Saints, hell has got to be one cold place. I'm thanking God for his consciousness. Being God conscious. Because hell is a place that rejected God. So God made a rejected place. He made a place that's absent of his love. It's absent of his understanding. It's absent of his reasoning. It's absent of his long suffering, his patience, his gentleness. It's absent of his glory. It's absent of his light. It's absent of the, the sweet scents of perfumes. Everything concerning the Lord is absent of the water. He is the, 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 the washing of the water by the word. So it's absent of water. It's absent of the daily bread, food. It's absent of love. Every king chooses his own attitude. And the Lord makes sure that we know the scriptures. The Lord makes sure that the scriptures are known. So we can choose while knowing. Because we can't stand before him and say, I didn't know. Yes, you did. You knew. You knew. Most of you preached it. You knew. You chose something different. There are ways that seem right. At the end, there are ways of death. And Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, take an heifer with thee and say, I came to sacrifice to the Lord. And call Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show thee what thou shalt do. And thou shalt anoint unto me him whom I name unto thee. And Samuel did that which the Lord spake. And came to Bethlehem, Bethlehem, and the elders of the town trembled at his coming. And said, Comest thou peaceably? Now, verse four is talking about the elders. Now, the, the difference prophetess, listen to this prophetess, the difference from the prophets in the past and the prophets today is that ain't nobody scared when the prophets come to town today. Oh, we oh we're excited and we send out flyers and oh we put it on our social medias. The prophet is coming to town. The prophet is coming to town, everybody. Bring your neighbors, bring your friends, bring your coworkers. We hear a word from God. The prophet is gonna prophesy to you. And and everybody's so excited. 
Why? Because, honestly, to be honest, it's taught in many church houses that you're supposed to have one attitude, right? When it comes to God and when it comes to you as a person, you're supposed, when you're, when you're a spokesman for God, you're supposed to come in one, in one way. So you're supposed to come in love. Of course we come in love. But then it ain't all the time God's got a blessing for the house. Sometimes God's got a word of correction for the house. But see, people don't want that. Prophesy to me smooth things. And this is what they're doing today. Yes, ma'am. This is what they're doing today. They're prophesying smooth things. And when it's heard that they come into town, oh, tell everybody. But listen to these elders. Samuel did what that which the Lord spake and came to Bethlehem. Yes, ma'am. Correction. Sometimes the Lord has a correction for the house. Who are you to come in here and correct? Really? The Saul's. How long will you mourn over Saul seeing that I have rejected him? Why, Lord? Because this and that one, they don't hear me no more. It's their way. They're in their way. They don't hear me no more. So I reject them. Here we have it. Says the elders of the town, uh, prophetess, they weren't scared, prophetess, uh, Stephanie. These, these elders trembled. They were trembling. It's not like they saw a demon, prophetess. No, 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 they didn't see a demon. They saw the voice of God walking, like in the beginning, in the garden. That's what they saw. They had a reverence for God's prophets. They had a reverence for them. And so they began to tremble. Why? Because I don't know what you finna say. Today, you already know you're going to get prophesied to. They're going to tell you when you're going to get a, a, a good job, how much it's going to pay. They're going to tell you when you're going to get your new car. Go back to that bank. God said, go back to the bank and you're going to get, oh, uh, 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 you're going to get the loan that you're going for. The Lord said, go back and you're going to get the car you wanted. God said, go back. Oh, that's what God said. God didn't say nothing about them shacking up with that man they've been sleeping with for three years. He didn't say nothing about that. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Comest thou peaceably? <laughs> do you come peaceably, man of God? Daughter of Zion, do you come peaceably? This is what we need in this time. This is why this is the year of the crowning. <laughs> Yeah. Comest thou peaceably. This is what the elders. Now that now the elders in this day, they give the elders, they, they raise the elders up high. Now see earlier in the week we talked about the twenty four elders casting down their crowns before the Lord. Okay, and in and, and praising God, the twenty four elders, it's the year twenty twenty four. They were casting down their crowns. These are the ones that God is raising up now. Not the ones that man raised up, because the ones that man raised up, they don't care nothing about what you got to say, prophetess. They don't care nothing about you coming into town. So 
Because if it ain't what we want or the man of God want, we're going to run you up out of here. Saul's. How long will y'all mourn over Saul saying I have rejected them? But these elders, these elders have the same spirit as these elders. These elders casting down their crowns. There's something about the elders that are humble, meek, and lowly. They know that the higher God raised me up, the more I need to lower my ever-loving flesh. Because the higher God raised me up, the more I know man is going to try to raise me up. And uh uh-uh, that pedestal ain't for me. The higher you get raised up, the lower we have to go in humility and sacrifice and prayers and fasting and stuff. So the 24 elders casting down their crowns around the throne. And we see here the elders, these elders, these are the ones of, 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 of great, of great stature. They scared. They trembling. What? The, the elders today, a lot of the elders today, these are the spokesmen for the pastor. They speak for the pastor. Mm-hmm. But the Lord says now, when he brought Samuel, he said, how long will you mourn over Saul? You see, I done rejected him. You see that? Get up and let's do it. Come on. So at that time, Saul had to give his... Samuel had to give himself a reality check. Who am I really working for? Because all the time we say, I'm working for the man of God. I'm working for the God and the man of God. And that's great. But if the man of God cursed God or you, who are we working for? So the elders begin to tremble. And he said, peaceably. This is what the prophet said, peaceably. This is what we need in this hour. I don't know what he going to say. I don't know what she going to say. Oh, honey, prophet is coming to town, y'all. Prophet is coming to town. You know we finna have a good old time, baby. When prophet is come, ooh, she gives such good words and good words and good words. She do. She do. All the time. Man, y'all must be like the church back here in Revelation where the Lord said, I see your good works. And and he and, and he ain't got nothing against y'all. And these churches back here in Revelation, he has something. He said, I see what you're doing and I'm proud of you. But yet there is something that I have against you. You 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 suffer the woman Jezebel to 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 usher up authority. You 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 let her teach and and and, and, and sway my kids away from me. Uh-huh. So, 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 because God loves us, he ain't always got an old happy word, old happy day. It ain't always old happy. And if you let these people teach you and preach you to death, you'll think that everybody that come in is supposed to have an old happy word and they're an old happy lie. And he said, peaceably I come, I am come. To sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourself. This is what this is what the prophet said to the elders. Go sanctify yourself. 
Do you think the elders was big and bad against the prophet? Sanctify ourselves. Who you think you is? Oh, you supposed to be all sanctified and holy? No, that's the that's the day. This this the little the little play play. They play playing around. They play playing around. The prophet says, sanctify yourself and come with me to the sacrifice. So now these elders, because they had a good attitude, because they were found in proper positioning, you fear what you're supposed to fear and you don't fear what you're not supposed to fear. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We're not saying fear Samuel. But fear God. This is the spokesman for God. All right. He said, peaceably, I am come to sanctify unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliel. Now, this is Samuel, the same one that. The elders trembled at when he at his presence. Have you come in peace? Right. So the, now Samuel, this is to show us we're never above our flesh trying, trying, trying to trip us up. Never above that. And we must always remember that no matter what position we hold in God, our flesh is always going to try to go against the spirit man. And when we know that we, we're conscious aware of that. We keep looking to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from God, but we keep buffeting the flesh because we know the flesh wants the opportunity to prevail against the spirit. Not today. Not today. Amen. Not today. And so he's he's here and he looks upon Eliab and says, surely. Now, when you say surely, you you really believe that this right here, this is it. All right. When you say the word surely, when you say surely, that's it. That's it. Listen to this. Surely. Surely. All right. Let's say let's say that again. Surely. Surely means it's used to emphasize the speaker's firm belief. So when 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 the prophet says surely this was used, this word was used to emphasize his firm belief. That this is the man, God's anointed son. Because he was going by what he saw. The prophet. Surely. It's to emphasize the speaker's firm belief that what they are saying is true. And often they're surprised that there is any doubt of this. There is no doubt um, with confidence Nobody else can tell me nothing different unless it's God. This is the man. But this is when the Lord said unto Samuel, somebody that could hear God and respond correctly. I'm not just going to hear God, but because I see that this would make a good king, anoint him anyway. This is what we have today. Because I say this one looked like it's supposed to be. I'm going to anoint this one. Because I think that this one right here, I'm going to anoint that one. Wrong. This is the year of the crowning. And those that will hear the voice of the Lord and respond, these are the ones he's choosing now. 
He's going to make his presence known. He says, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. Verse 7 said, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. You refused him, but he looks so tall and he looks so strong and look at his shoulders and just look at his cheekbones. His cheekbones are so masculine and his feet. Look at his feet. Those are king's feet. They look like they could trample over scorpions. And The Lord said, I have refused him. Well, Lord, I don't understand why you refused him. All right, so hold on. So the Lord says, look not on his countenance, for I have refused him. Now, if we go to 1 Samuel, if we go over here to 17, chapter 17, and we read 17, look at this. Now, the Lord said, I have refused him. You talking about this fine statue of a man? You talking about this stallion right here? You refused this fine stallion. Look at this. And Jesse said unto David, his son, take now for thy brethren an ephah of this parched corn and these ten loaves and run to the camp to thy brethren and carry these ten cheeses unto the captain of their thousand and look how thy brethren fare and take their pledge. Now Saul and they, now Saul, and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench as the host was going forth to fight and shouted for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array, army against army. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran unto the army and came and saluted his brethren. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same words. And David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were sore afraid. And the man of Israel said, Have ye seen this man that is come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake to the man that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, 
his eldest brother heard when he spake unto the men and Eliab's anger was kindled his anger was kindled oh do you hear this so Eliab was mad because David was trying to see what was going on hmm his anger was kindled against David and he said listen to this why comest thou down hither and with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. Now you're talking to somebody that just brought you food. He just brought you food. And all he's doing is asking about somebody that's against y'all. And you mad? So the Lord says over here in verse 7, see, God see way further than me and you see. So that's why we should trust him. Because in verse in verse 6, and it came to pass over here in 16, and it came to pass when they were come that he looked on the same man, Eliel, and said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. And the Lord said, I have refused him. Why? Because the Lord had read his heart. We get to see his heart in the next chapter. You squabbling with somebody that ain't did nothing to you? You're going to call him prideful? And he's out there with the sheep all day. Literally all day out of everybody way. And you still want to call him prideful with your nasty attitude. He bought y'all food. I know. And you want to read something. I know your heart. I know your spirit. I know your pride. You just want to see the battle. For real? So the Lord says, yeah, I refuse him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadad and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither hath the Lord chosen this. Now, as I was reading this this morning, I, I noticed that he kept saying the Lord didn't choose this. He didn't say him, them, neither have the Lord chosen this. Man, then Jesse made Shama to pass by and he said, neither hath the Lord chosen this. This what? This spirit. This spirit. The Lord didn't choose this spirit. Look at that spirit. Nasty spirit. Nasty attitude. Nasty disposition. Nasty words. Nasty undertone. Oh, the Lord loves you. But the nasty undertone is I wish one of y'all might. I wish one of y'all might. Come in here and say what the Lord said. I'll sit you down and shut you up faster than you can blink. That's the attitude we deal with today. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass. This verse 10. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, the Lord have not chosen this, these 
And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch them, fetch him. For we will not sit down till he come hither. All right. We will not sit down until he come. So verse 11. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Or hear all thy children? In verse 10, again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord hath not chosen them. These. All right. So in verse 11, Samuel said unto Jesse, Or hear all thy children. And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he come hither. Twelve. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy. And withal of a beautiful countenance. And goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise. prophetess do, 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 do you see in verse 12 where the lord says arise but in verse 11 samuel said there remained yet the youngest and, and and samuel said unto jesse send and fetch him for we will not sit down till he comes now, the prophet already said, we're not going to sit down till he get here. In verse 12, David comes in and the Lord said, arise. Now, why would you say arise to somebody that's already standing, prophetess? Why would you say arise to somebody that's already standing? The Lord was talking to the prophet. For his 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 understanding and his sight to arise, which means this is a lesson to prophet. When you first came in, your eyes were set on Eliel because of how he looked. But now I want you to elevate your thinking. Now that I'm showing you, okay, I want you to elevate how you're seeing this thing. So now that this ruddy boy came in, this ruddy boy, he probably stinking from the field, smelling like sheep. He might be dirty. He look a, you know, he look a hot mess, but he's still beautiful countenance. Now I want your thinking and your comprehension and your understanding to arise and sit down where I am. I want you to arise now and see that this is the one that I want. This is the one that I desire. Why? Well, because of his heart. I don't read every last one of them. I don't read every last one of their heart. Their mouth. I don't care what their mouth is saying. Oh, praise you, God. Oh, praise you, Lord. Oh, Lord, we love you. Lord, we want you. Let your presence come in. I don't care nothing about what you're saying. I'm going to read every last one of y'all heart now. I'm going to read every last one of your heart at the benediction. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance. 
and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, arise. Let your understanding rise up. And anoint him. What does this mean? Don't anoint him in the wrong spirit. Don't anoint him saying, well, Lord, okay, well, I, I guess if this is what you said. No, 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 don't, no, 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 no. Get your spirit up. Bring your spirit up. Arise and realize that you are anointing the next king. So when you anoint him, I want you to have the spirit that you're anointing the king. So Samuel did just that. Well, all right then. Well, well, I, I wish it was Eliab, but here you go. This the one God wanted. But I, I knew, you know, if it was me, I would have chosen. No, don't nobody care nothing about who you would or what we would or what we want. What did God say? Somebody in the land got to still want to know what God said, what God wants, what he desires, his will. So Samuel arose. He took the horn of oil and he began to look at David as the king. Push everything back from your mind. This is the chosen one. And he's on, he anoints in that spirit. Everything that's done has to be done in decency and in an order. And Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Saul rose up and went to Ramah. So, so excuse me. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. So Samuel came to do what he had to do. Samuel learned a great lesson that day. And the lesson was, we can't continue to look at the outward appearance. Oh, he's strong. Oh, he has square shoulders. Oh, he's this and oh, he's that. Eloquent speech and, and, and mighty words. And, you know, no. No. See, we miss. We miss. When we start looking at the outward appearance, we miss. The Lord says, I'm reading the hearts of men. I'm reading the hearts. What is our heart saying on today? What is your heart saying on today? Is it saying more of God and less of me? Is it saying my way or the highway? Are we continuing to walk this walk by faith? Are we letting the Lord do the picking? Or is it still us? Are we still the ones that's doing the picking, the choosing? This is the one that carries my bags all the time. I'm going to choose him. I'm going to choose her. She's the one that do everything I tell her to do. I'm going to choose her. Are we still doing the picking? Or is God doing the picking? Because I'm telling you, saints, he's looking and searching for those that are continuing to make themselves ready. 
in the name of Jesus. Saints, I love you so much. And until next time.